Hello, this is Johnny Tacos. We are live today. And uh, as we wait for my guest, uh, Miss Love, I just want to get everything situated, get everything going, um, make sure that the chat is working, and make sure everybody's going to have a good time listening. It's very informative about fibromyalgia ah, fibromyalgia oh. that's a mouthful um and, uh, and about how strong uh faith is in in jesus christ as they as he walks with you through this uh time of the this this time of uh uncertainty because you don't know what's going to happen and we'll talk with her here at in about 10 minutes she should be online so uh just be ready here for some inspirational as well as uh learning about her podcast and learning about um everything that um that she has going so it's it's going to be a really exciting show um so hold on to your bootstraps Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are all a beautiful crowd. That's enough. That's enough. Calm it down. Calm it down. All right. How are y'all doing today? It never rains in Southern California, but it sure does in North Texas. Uh, We have a little drizzle. I have uh, some plants growing that I'm very proud of. Uh, Wasn't always a green thumb. I was a black thumb, if you... Uh, I guess that's the opposite of green thumb. Uh, when you destroy every living plant that you try to uh, nourish, uh, either by overwatering or, in my case, forgetting to water. Um, so it is. So what I do is I use God, um, God's rain, to water the plants, and I add some Miracle Grow and. Wow, things are really popping up. Uh, we have so so much um, lavender that is just crazy from when we first got it. Um, the sage, not so much, uh, but we do have tons of lilies, uh, poinsettias. Uh, not point is it poinsettia? I don't know. Um, things just pop up, and I forget that I planted them years ago and they just pop up uh tulips we got tons of tulips um so it's it's pretty interesting how um plant growth can just all of a sudden just pop up uh our roses are blooming um we're actually getting new branches on on the rose um uh, I, I don't know. It looks like a rose tree to me. It don't look like a rose bush. But we're getting new vines added to, and they're starting to sprout. Um, they're starting to sprout roses as well. So I am pretty psyched about this year in the uh, plant kind of thing. So um, it looks like we have. Um, looks like Amanda's fine. Is, is is on the uh, line here? Let me make sure that she pops Hello. up. Hello. Hi. Hey, Amanda. Uh, we're live right now. So but okay. Not on the video because I have a face for radio. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're live right now. I was getting the uh, listeners ready getting them excited about uh what you have to talk about today about your podcast as well as being a registered holistic nutritionist nutritionist 
Uh, that's pretty interesting. I I'm, I um, I don't know too much about uh, holistic medicine, so this is going to be a treat for me as well. That's great. So, um, so tell us a little something about yourself. Um, where did you grow up from? Um, I grew up in Southern Arizona until I was almost 14 years old. And then I moved to Northern, Southern Arizona. I mean, Southern Arizona. And then I lived in Northern Arizona. Okay. And now I'm in Austin, Texas since, since like July of last year. So it's been 10 months. Okay. So you were, you were, uh, your birthplace was, uh, Southern California, right? Yeah. And it doesn't rain over in Southern California, like the song says, but uh, it's pretty rainy here in Texas. So I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little north of you. I'm uh, in Dallas. Uh, oh, you're in Dallas? Yeah. Okay. I haven't been to Dallas yet. Yeah. Well, you're not missing much. No, nah, I'm just joking. There is a lot of things to do. There's so much to do. I lived here for 45 years and... I still, there's still new things. I'm like, Hey, what is that? I've never, never seen that in my life, you know, and things grow quicker than my plants outside my uh, window are growing. So, well, that's what they say. Like, I feel like everybody's like, everybody, that's what everyone says about Austin, Texas is that it's just growing so much and stuff like that. Yeah. I haven't been to Austin in about 25 years and I, I try not to because of the traffic down 35 <laughs> traffic is so bad in Austin. That's what everybody, that's what like I Uber everywhere, but like everybody's like, it's gotten so bad in Austin and stuff like that. And they're like, and it just keeps growing and like new people just keep coming and stuff. I was talking to somebody and they were like, yeah, I've been here for this many years and it's totally different than it was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Even 10 years ago, they were saying. Well, let me paint our listeners a picture of Austin. Austin is a huge place. It's our state capital where uh, the IRS and all the other things you got to take care of uh, state-wise is. But it's so busy. The traffic is so busy that they had to put a highway on top of a highway <laughs> to actually go through uh, downtown Austin, which is still traffic. <laughs> It's big too, and it's been voted like when I was looking at places to live, it was like voted the number one place to live in the U.S. like several years in a row. Yeah, and they have, a, yeah, they have a awesome music festivals there every year. Austin City Limits, so it's a pretty good uh, place to be an artist, so to speak, a musician or. A, handcrafted yeah it's really health based and stuff like that too yeah definitely so um growing up uh uh did you know about your condition uh as a kid or did you were you diagnosed during your adult years um actually i was i didn't know i was just sick constantly like immune like immune sick sore throats sinus infections i was just always on antibiotics and stuff like that i was actually born six weeks early but i didn't get diagnosed with like fibromyalgia until i was like 20 years old okay so it was uh pretty uh in your adult years right yeah yeah in my adult years i'm 32 now so it'll be 12 years this october i thought you were in your mid-20s so no. Oh, okay. I look it. Yeah. I look it. But yeah, if no. I if I shave my beard off, I look twelve. People have to card me everywhere. I, I think go. that's I think that's why guys wear like have beards and all of that nowadays. Well, I had I, I had the beard because you know I wanted to look more holier, more uh, <laughs> spiritual. Spiritual. Yeah. Plus, yeah. My, my wife said she'll hand me the divorce papers if I ever shave it off. So, <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah. So, uh, having that uh, during during as a kid, you just thought it was just a common cold or allergies, or your family just thought it was. Um. Well, 
they thought, I don't know, we we just didn't know why I was sick all the time. And you just go to the doctor and the doctor says, well, okay, your your blood work looks normal. Everything looks normal, but you, you're sick. So here's an antibiotic. And I didn't start with like the pain where I couldn't get out off the couch until I turned like 20 years old. I had completed a personal training program when I was like, and out of high school, completed that personal training program. Like two weeks later, I turned 20. And then all of a sudden, I just was like, I can't move. I'm in so much pain. And then that started the whole slippery slope of like not knowing what to do next. So uh, give us a little rough summary of of what that condition is. It's um, Every time I try to say it, I butcher the name fibromyalgia. That's that correct? I think I did it right yeah. the first time in a yeah. row. Yes, yes, I am starting to learn English correctly. Yes. So can you give us a little brief summary while I hit my hand on my printer? Um, yeah, so fibromyalgia is like extreme. So I tell people it's like it's constant pain. It doesn't go away. And it's like your neck, your back, your shoulders, your legs and stuff like that. Um, you're in so much pain like you don't know what to do and it's not like sore pain it's just like just stabbing excruciating pain and a lot of times with fibromyalgia you'll have sleep issues so you can't get that deep restful REM sleep so you feel like a truck has hit you and that's how I used to feel like you would might have IBS symptoms gut issues you might have like food I feel like food sensitivities play a part but like I would have a lot of headaches and stuff. Like I just have, would constantly have headaches. I was always like sore throats and stuff like that. So like, they don't really know what fibromyalgia is. So they might just diagnose you with fibromyalgia too. So that's the thing. Yeah. They just, um, you have to, you have to, if you're, if you get diagnosed, it's always a nice, it's always good to get a second opinion, uh, just to make sure. Um, I have narcolepsy, so I understand about not getting that deep sleep like these normal people get. So, um, I feel you on that, which I did a podcast about my narcolepsy, a whole hour of me talking about it. And, uh, it you know, it's pretty, pretty weird because, uh, it's, it's hard for me to explain to my wife. She, she has, uh, MS, so. Yeah, it's kind of hard for her to explain to me about her symptoms, and as well as it's hard for me to under, to explain mine. But since you can feel that you don't get that nice little deep sleep uh, going into the REM moments or out of or stuff like that, yeah. it, it, it's just it, it's uh you wake up and you're just drained already. Yeah, and I I got I got to a point where I figured out and stuff like there's like I created like a sleep guide talking about that but and like people with fibromyalgia their serotonin levels are lower and stuff like that but like I feel like a lot of times we it's so much like with our health conditions it's so much that we just feel overwhelmed and then people around us just don't they're not supportive or that type of thing luckily i had people who were supportive yeah and because you don't get that energized sleep that does really affect your psyche and it and it and it makes you walk around and like in a zombified state um you don't know which way is which and people are like well why you had eight hours of sleep i go well it's, i'm a little different than what you are what you your sleep is and my sleep are two different and it's and you get people that are just saying you're just lazy you ever get that when people just said oh you're just lazy um i actually i don't people didn't get i never had that because i was so in pain and stuff like that and i was just around family i couldn't even like run errands back 
then and stuff like that. So like I didn't wasn't around a lot of people. And like I was telling somebody else, I was like, they're like, how did you deal with like that? And like, like, how did you get through that season of life? And like somebody asked me that on my hundred episode. And I said, it was pretty much my mom and my grandmother, and especially my grandmother was like the driving force to getting me well. Like she took me to all the appointments. She was like, like, you're gonna get well and stuff like that. And then just like I tell people, my faith in God was probably like the biggest thing. Yeah. Cause like if I didn't have that, then I probably would have been on 20, 30 medications now. And I think that's the thing too. Yeah. So your your mother and your grandmother were, were like your biggest support. Um was your yeah. your father supportive too or um my father um actually uh my parents divorced when I was like six years old and then my dad remarried when I was eight and so I actually there was a lot of trauma and stuff like that and a lot of stress going on and so that's why we moved to Arizona because the courts got involved in all of that so yeah my dad wasn't in my life like during high school and middle school and stuff like that and yeah so but but is he in your life now did did y'all make amends um yeah um since i've moved to austin he's been a little more in my life and stuff like that um yeah just recently i did something called a freedom prayer and it's like like bringing up things that like maybe you still need to forgive people and stuff like that and i realized i had this memory come up from like childhood and i thought i was like i didn't have anything to forgive or anything like that so i ended up forgiving and stuff like that and saying that out loud and stuff like that and then if there was any other people, I just was like, I'll just bring up those people because I don't know if I need to forgive them, but I might as well do it because I'm here and stuff like that. And that's the biggest thing is like, you got to forgive people and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I think forgiveness is the hardest thing to do. You can always, uh, you, you can pretty much do anything with ease, but actual forgiving people is um is is so tremendously hard especially if they had wronged you you know emotionally as a child yeah and it was and this memory came up and it was so vivid and i was like wow i'm like i thought i was past this and i was like oh okay and the other people i had to forgive like the memories didn't come up and those had come up those were like more in the last like five years right and this memory came up this was like when i was like 13 12 11 so this is like what 20 years and stuff like that so it's interesting to have memories come up and be like okay and sometimes you think you're past something and then you realize oh there's an utter layer but god just hasn't revealed it to you yet so there's always new things to forgive people for. Yeah, and God is really great about that, about finding um, the the layers, that to peel back the layers and not do it all at once. Because if you decide to forgive somebody all at once, you know, it, it might not even be true because you have to work out to work out that difference and you have to work out that feeling to actually finally open up and say, okay, Lord, you're right. I, I forgive you. I forgive them for what, what they've done because they're children in God's eyes as, as well as you are. Yeah. And I, they were like, well, are you sure you're remembering correctly and stuff? And I'm like, yeah, I think I am. But like, they're like, well, what were the words? And the, and I'm like, I don't really remember like the words. I just knew it was bad and stuff like that and but i think god 
told me, I think this was like the time where I was supposed to do it. I was supposed to do it that week. I had something happen weeks before that. And I was scheduled to do it weeks before that. But if it had happened like a couple weeks before, then I wouldn't have brought up like some of the other things I needed to bring up. So I also think it was like God's timing because I've been going through a lot, especially in the last like five weeks and uh-huh. stuff like that. And like God's taking away a lot of stuff in my life right now. And and it started and it started with a friendship. And so like it's hard, but like you gotta trust God in these moments. Yes, um, that is true. Uh you you said you were going through being a, a personal trainer as a and and that's what you wanted to be growing up, right? You wanted to be a personal trainer. Yeah, well, I got into, I was into health and fitness, like, really early on. I was doing, like, so I'm a 90s child, so the video cassettes, like, Leslie Samson, like, walking DVDs, Pilates, Wizard Pilates, and stuff like that. So um, I was doing that really young, and I always was like, oh, I knew eating was healthy and stuff like that. But, yeah, um, high school, I was like, I want to take it. Well, of course, you have a year of like PE nutrition, half half and half. But I was like, I'm like my senior year. I was like, I want to like take the elective and my elective. It's a weird elective for a girl, not for a guy, probably. And I'm not in sports or anything like that. But I was like, I want to take strength training. That's yeah. not. that's not normal normal. like if you're in athletics it makes sense but i'm only like i'm five two and a half um i've never been in sports terrible at them but so yeah that was interesting but i didn't even do the weights i remember i was just like well i'll just do the treadmill because i didn't know how to do weights but like really the biggest thing that got like i was like okay, I want to do a six month personal training program. And so I did that right out of high school. Like I started like two months after and completed it 500 hours, completed it. And I was like, and during that time, I'm like, I really want to do nutrition too. So I was like thinking about going into nutrition, but then all of a sudden, like I completed that program, turned 20, like two weeks later, And I was like, I can't move. I'm so much pain. I'm so exhausted. I would come to the, I would go to the gym and I would just like crash. I was taking an hour and a half naps. I was so tired. Eventually I was like, I just dropped the gym membership and I was just in so much pain. So, um, when, when all that happened, your dream of being a PT was pretty much out the window because of your condition. Uh, how did did that put you through a, a depression kind of spiral when you found out about what was going on? And did it um, did it kind of test your faith with, with God? Uh, uh, man, that's a good question because I haven't even really thought about that. Because I was at that point, like I don't know if I had the dream. I was like more into going into nutrition and doing college at that point instead of PT. But uh, yeah, I was just, honestly, I was so defeated with everything going on in my life. Um, But I think I was just so much pain, so exhausted that I just really was like, I just want to get well. I wasn't really focused on like what my dreams were at that moment. Cause I was just so like mentally, I wasn't there. And I think that's the biggest thing. And even, even now it's like, okay, what is God doing in my life? I'm sort of confused about that right now in my life. So that's an interesting thing to, to also be like, okay. Awesome. Well, not awesome. Um, sorry. I was answering a, a listener. Uh, so so yeah it 
to a point where you you felt like you had to you you had to prove your your worth to god because you felt like well why you know why was i why why did i get why did you give me this this kind of thing you know this this uh disease and uh yeah my 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 wife she she often wonders that too and she goes well i i you know i went to church i i prayed i i I and I grew listen. up like I grew up in church, so I did all of those things. Yeah, and it, and it's just uh, you start wondering. And then, did you ever thought that maybe he gave you this, um, um, this, it's is it a neuro neurological disease? Correct. That's a. Is that? I don't. Know. They don't know what it is. They think it's an autoimmune. They neurological i don't at this point i'm just like i don't i don't focus on that i just focus on like okay okay i feel better with the fibromyalgia like i feel better so i'm like i'm not gonna worry about why i got this i mean like i still wonder sometimes i'm like why did i have to spend so much of my 20s being sick yeah stuff like that i'm still like why and even now, right now in my life, I'm like, okay, God, what are you using that for? Because I'm still like, okay, I'm like, that's a little interesting. Like, why, why did I go through that? And I feel like I did learn that I'm very sympathetic. And I feel like that's what the biggest thing about that is like, I get people, I understand people who are sick and stuff like that and i could be sympathetic to that because like i understand where you're coming from yeah so live uh living with that uh i believe that god um puts things in your life to uh to test your faith and and to or to make your faith stronger and, and to 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 yeah. um <laughs> you know get closer to him and then then you start you know you started getting better right uh the treatments um so how how is your life now holding up um so i actually so we didn't talk about this i got better was because i actually so i did physical i went to the top rheumatology place in mesa arizona and they're like, well, we'll just put you on the medications. We'll, we'll tell you to do physical therapy. Um, I didn't stay on that medication and it's an antidepressant medication. I've looked it up in the past, like couple years. Um, and it's very well known and it's on like all the commercials, but usually with fibromyalgia, they put you on Cymbalta or they put you on Lyrica or uh -huh. the two, but like, they were like, well, do physical therapy. I've never been overweight. And fibromyalgia is not an overweight issue. You could look completely normal. And I didn't do I didn't do those things for too long, the physical therapy. I think I did for six weeks. And then in the end, we went to like right next to physical therapy, there was a pain management place. And that was the most excruciating thing I've ever done and stuff like that. But eventually, like the following year, my grandmother found a newspaper clipping that said wellness taught by a wellness chiropractor. And he's like, well, if your granddaughter is only 20 and she's, and she's been very sick a long time. And he said that because he's like, oh, she has fibromyalgia, that's something. And found out I had food sensitivities highest in his practice at the time, a very high fluid sensitivity, high um, from both parents, a soy sensitivity, egg sensitivity, dairy sensitivity. And that was, that will be 11 years ago that I've been off of those. But it's, it's a journey. It was a journey. And like, I tell people, it's not just like your food that's gonna fix you. It's like dealing with your relationships, your trauma.
trauma, your environment. It's just not one thing. Yeah. Uh, so when you started feeling better, you started uh, weeding off the uh, medicines. You found out it was like an antidepressant. Is and you're like, well, I'm not. I was only on it after like a day. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, well, I'm not depressed. I'm just hurting. <laughs> well, I don't know if my grandmother and I knew what it was. I don't remember. It's been so long ago, but she's like, yeah, you feel nauseous and you don't feel good on this. No, you're not going to stay on this and stuff like that. But yeah. and this is supposed to be like the top rheumatology place in in the in the country in the U.S. and like. All that they're going to tell you is give you a, they gave me a pamphlet explaining what fibromyalgia is. And like, a lot of times I feel like people with fibromyalgia, they feel like, okay, exercise. I'm like, exercise, you can't do exercise if you're exhausted. If you can't even sleep, you cannot do exercise. And that's what people get told. Exercise is going to fix it. Yeah. Or the medications. Yeah, I get that all the time. Well, why don't you exercise? That'll keep you awake and all that. And I'm like, well, uh, I would if, if I had the energy to actually go out and just run and exercise, you know, because uh, my and, and I've and I've explained it to people. My narcolepsy it lowers my testosterone, so okay. I get extremely tired all the time. You ever seen that uh, uh, Snow White? The, the dwarves, I'm sleepy. Oh, okay. Except for I'm six foot six and not a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so going, going through this, uh, you decide, uh, you decided that you would like to be more, uh, into the health, but not, not so much as the physical part. Uh, so you became, yeah. you became a, um, registered holistic nutritionist yeah i am i would love nutrition and i was like well if people don't know about i feel like people still think nutrition such a basic thing like they think oh it's calories in calories out it's really not that at all it's all about like what works for you and your stage of life um what's your body need i'm <laughs> i'm five i'm like five two and i'm 30 years old and so like what i need is different than like say my sister who just had a baby two months ago right yeah so like i feel like a lot of times with nutrition we are like well one size fits all and like whatever my friend's doing then i'm supposed to do it and stuff like that I mean, like I have a, I have a friend and he's 33 and he's a guy. Okay. He's like, whatever, seven, he's like five, nine, five, 10, right? What he needs is totally different than what I need. Just hormones and like all of that just there, right there. So I think it's good to think of what you need for your health is individualized and that's the thing maybe it's supplements you're working on maybe it's uh your relationships maybe it's your environment maybe it's your food choices and stuff like that but like it's not a one size fits all and that's what i tell people yeah and you know if we were all uh the same you know met medical and uh right we all have different all health yeah. We all have different health concerns too. Like what I'm working on is not what you're working on. Like we all have different health concerns. We all have different jobs. We all have different relationships. Some of us are married. Some of us are not married. Some of us have kids. Some of us like have tons of people around us and are like, and some of us are like, just by ourselves. So why do we think that once that one thing, like everything, one diet is going to fit for every single person. And I hate the word diet because like you shouldn't be on a diet. It's a lifestyle of like 
what works for your body and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, because I I see I look on and you look at celebrities and you look at athletes yeah. and you're like, what do they do on a daily regimen to get that physique or to be that healthy? And then when you when you read about it and you do it, and then you're um, you know at the end your results are not. Um, you know, the exact match as, you know, LeBron James, I'm just saying a couple of names, um, right. you know, uh, it's because of your DNA and your, um, your body is different. I'm different from LeBron James, you know, uh, my physique is different. My DNA is different. So, yeah, your DNA, everything's different. So and they're athletes and they have personal trainers and people push you harder and stuff like that also too i think when we look at the celebrities and we're like oh they look great it's like well they have a lot of help too probably and their bodies are because our bodies aren't the same that that is true and uh, it's just people don't don't understand that, and so you're you're a nutritionist. You, you're able to help uh, through trial and error, right? It's, it's it's a trial and error trying to find that perfect critique, that that perfect uh, ingredients to help your body change to a, a more healthier way, right? Yeah, I help people realize. Okay, maybe you think it's our the food that we need to work on but what is your mindset going into it also i think mindset plays a big part are you motivated but motivation is not going to take you very far it's like what is your why for doing this um and it's also accountability too i think a lot of times we need that person to be like okay did you drink your water did you follow through on what you're doing your say you were going to do it's not like like being like i'm not gonna like make you feel bad for like messing up because that's not the purpose of a nutritionist it's the purpose is to give you like action steps to follow through on and not to overwhelm you so maybe your relationships is something you need to work on like for me, like it was two weeks ago going to that thing and forgiving some people. And that's great. And I told people I was doing that. And but I wasn't gonna not do it, even though it was hard to do. And sometimes like having someone who could like you could be accountable to like the hard stuff is a big thing because sometimes you can't have family be that for you and stuff like that awesome so um and doing all this you you decided to do a podcast and can you tell me a little bit about about the podcast yeah so the podcast uh came about uh three years ago i was like i'm like Oh, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a guest on other people's podcasts. And it was just like, I didn't really know how to do it three years ago. Now I know how to do it. But like podcasting wasn't as big. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to do a fibromyalgia podcast. And then uh, over this past like year and a half, it's now changed more to like alternative, like health. Like it's more of like, all the subjects so it's not just fibromyalgia it's subjects like what we've been talking about i've had trauma experts i've had mindset experts i've had hormones i've had a my hundred episode was with one of my friends and he was he's he used to work in cancer research so like I've had so many people on that sh on the podcast because I just want to bring hope back to people who deal with health issues and stuff like that. Because like 
we all have we all need help with some area of our life any of those subjects or there's more than those subjects but like we all need help and then there's also some episodes with just people just sharing their inspired story because i want people to realize yeah there's so many people out there with inspiring stories and there's so many experts out there with like knowledge to give you just have to find those people Okay, sorry, I forgot I had it on mute. Uh, so, uh, doing this podcast, it, it it doing my podcast, I've learned so much about people, and yeah, and it, it's not only just a tool uh, to help others; it, it also helps yourself. So, have you have you felt like your your um, uh, your podcast had helped helped you? and enlighten you it's i feel like it's enlightened me in the fact that like okay there's so many people out there and there's so many topics that i've never even heard of right and you're like wow and like i had someone who talked about like pelvic pain and i'm like i don't know anything about pelvic pain but sure you could come on my show and but it's also like, I've met so many amazing people and everybody's like, they just are so caring and, and they still want to like, just help people. And that's the biggest thing. Like every single guest I've had, it's not like selfish what they want to do. It's like, they just want to help people. They want people to get better. And that's like the biggest thing. Yeah. And like, like I have, uh, my podcast is I love to help people um get their their you know uh to, to get their testimony to get their testimony out to get their yeah. their product out or you know to get their uh their way of of uh life shown on that that god is good god is great and and through listening through all this testimony i'm i'm thinking you know what god is great you see miracles everywhere and people are saying, well, I don't see people walking on water and I don't see somebody turning water into wine and stuff like that. But no, you don't have to. You can see other miracles. You see people uh, giving up alcohol after 40 years and decided to drop it down because God said uh, to to drop it, you know, and, and, and just right. cold turkey just disappears. And I, I've seen uh, people being healed miraculously, which... Um, people have issues uh people have issues saying well you know why why did you say he can heal people but he hasn't healed me uh that i always wondered that myself because you know my wife has ms um it's it's a neuro it's, neurological it's disease so yeah right yeah um it's interesting because people we all ask why to God about why aren't we healed? Why isn't this like, I'm even asking it myself right now. I'm like, why am I not like, why is some of these things happening to me this right now? And you can't, you don't know why God's teaching you something. It's just hard right now, but it's like, yeah, god might not heal you but he's teaching you right now and it's also good to go to churches that are talking about healing and stuff like that yeah definitely um and if you don't have a church there there's always groups on facebook there's there's um there's phone calls you, you can call um i think there's a couple of churches you can actually call and say hey can i talk to either the teaching pastor or yeah there's yeah there was a church i um actually signed up for and they were in california and um i don't remember what it was called but it was like and they actually did some prophecy stuff so like that was amazing this was before i moved here so yeah so your website is amanda elise love.com yeah 
and that that show that goes to your podcast um it goes to uh some um well not right now my podcast isn't on there but the podcast is on like every single platform right now so yeah it my website goes to it has my blog it has blogs it has recipes but it also has like my contact information and like if you want to schedule a phone call with me and stuff like that um i haven't switched over yet but it's five it looks it's about fibromyalgia like that but it's not that's not who all i work with it's more like people who just want to get better who want to learn how to eat healthy delicious food and stuff like that so i think the biggest thing is people need to realize you can get better with your health you just have to take that action that that's true that is true and uh to me a lot of healthy food do, does not taste good because I'm so used to eating all the, the delicious no-no foods. And I, <laughs> I, there was a time where I, I, I would eat lamb, you know, I, I would eat uh, baked chicken or grilled chicken, grilled fish, and try to stay away from, um, you know, uh, red meats as well or pork because they said that that's all bad for you. So. Um, but but i still go back to it because it, it's a i'm a creature of habit so and my it, name is tacos for a reason <laughs> it's it's really it's a really figuring out why you're doing that it's a it's habit we're really habit people where we're like okay i'm gonna have a ice cream after dinner okay why are you having that ice cream after dinner did you grow up having ice cream after dinner Maybe that's something. Maybe it's a childhood memory and stuff like that. Um, mine was like a lot of times when I was so stressed out from going to my dad's, my mom and grandma would make cookies. Okay. So that's something. Um, also, when I was sick a lot, it was bean and cheese burritos from like Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell. That That's my kryptonite. So, so i mean like it's things like that where you're like okay what can i replace that with or can i make a healthier version of that of that recipe and stuff like that maybe it's just like comfort and maybe you need maybe you're just eating things because you're lonely and sad and you just don't have those people around you and stuff like that um like i realized i was dealing with some loneliness and stuff like that in the past weeks because I don't have family here and stuff like that. So it's asking yourself, okay, why am I doing these things and what can I replace them with? Um, or just be like, okay, maybe I just need to go to bed. Maybe I'm tired. Yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of times we eat the foods because we're just tired. We need to go to sleep. Yeah. True. And I'm guilty of this too. I'll, if I'm stressed, then I'll be like, okay, what is there that I can eat? And maybe, and a lot of times we don't sit down and when we're eating the meals. So like actually sitting down, taking 20 minutes just to eat your meal. So your brain actually registers that, okay, I've eaten, I've tasted the food. A lot of times we just eat because there's a TV, there's the computer, Maybe you're still working from home, and so you're just eating out of boredom, or you're just eating to pass the time mm -hmm. instead of doing things like go for a walk, take a relaxing bath, call a family member, call a friend. So figuring out those triggers and then like being like have a list of like five to six things that you could do to take the replace of that because maybe you're maybe you're not really hungry. Maybe it's just like you're tired or you're lonely or maybe you're just like, you haven't drank enough water. Cause a lot of times we don't drink enough water too. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that information. I, I, I know my listeners will use that, uh, for, for the, the betterment of their health. Uh, I am actually out of time. So I want to thank miss Amanda, at least love 
for coming Thank on the you. show. Um, you have uh, taught us a lot about your faith and, and about um, living a healthy lifestyle, even though you're, you, you feel like you're confined by your disease uh, at times, um, your, your faith and, and your strength and your perseverance um, pushes you and makes you a better person. Uh, I want to thank all my listeners for coming up. Um, all the new listeners, thank you for dropping by. My my diehard listeners, thank you. You are the glue that keeps this crazy podcast together. And if you want to listen to uh, Miss Love's uh, podcast, it is called Emotionally Health Secrets Amanda Love. Physically, Emotionally Health Secrets Amanda Love. I'll have it down on the um, on the description as well as her uh, Facebook um, her Facebook page. And uh, also there's a free sleep guide on her website. So if you want to take advantage of that, I'll have that down at the um, comments below. So um, I'm going to lead us out with a prayer, and then we are going to get out of here for the day. So, uh, Lord, thank you for showing us that your strength and your love conquers all illnesses and that you are there for us even in our time of need you're walking with us comforting us not taking the pain but walking with us so we can be more relaxed and know that that pain is only temporary and that your kingdom is is tremendous and ready for us when you're ready to take us there and where we will feel no more pain no more anguish no depression um and lord thank you for giving us a day of love and a day of happiness and please um i pray over our listeners that they find a healthy alternative to all their snacks and that they live a healthy life and a happy life in your name amen thank you guys amen. Um, thank you amanda for being on the show uh congrats thank you on so the, much johnny uh, congrats on the uh hundredth episode so and uh thank you. so i'll be catching up on some so you you have a you have a great uh great rest of the day and a happy weekend god bless you, you. Too. god bless you Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Y'all have a great day and uh, talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.